God bless you and welcome to our Sunday morning worship service. I am glad you are here, church. We're going to be reading from God's Word in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verses 21 and 22. And this is going pretty much consistent with some of our ongoing conversations in our Bible study uh, on, on Tuesday nights. Uh, we've had some tremendous uh, conversations there, and I'm, I'm just so appreciative of, of the many uh, theologians that are part of that Bible study whose comments uh, are rich and insightful. And, uh, and this kind of goes along with some of our discussions there. So I hope uh, the Lord brings clarity and some understanding to us. And it also is consistent with what's been happening on our Wednesday prayer meetings, uh, some of the concerns we've had uh, about, about our loved ones. And so this morning, I pray that the Lord speaks to us. Here in Luke chapter 11, verse 21 and 22, this is what it says. I'm reading from the New International Version of the Bible, so uh, your version may read differently, but this is what it says. It says, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up the spoils. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this morning we ask that you would bring clarity uh, to us, not only with what these words mean, but how they relive themselves in our day and age. I pray that you would speak to us about our own families, about our own challenges and struggles. Make clear to us what it is you are saying to us today. In Jesus' name we pray and God's people say, Amen. Amen. You know, throughout the Bible, there are many stories about God striving to do as He pleases against the forces that oppose Him. God is opposed by forces in the universe. In the very beginning, the Lord rebuked the waters that tried to surpass the dry land. And he had to rebuke it and, and push it back and say, well, this is your boundary and, and, and go no farther than this. Later, he fought against Leviathan and Rahab, these terrible uh, mystical sea monsters or serpents that opposed creation. The Bible even tells us that he flooded the earth, not just because of the wickedness in humanity, but also because fallen angels had given birth to giants there in Genesis chapter 6. And, and then not to mention the fact that there were heavenly battles. And we read about some and talked about some of these battles in Daniel chapter 10. A constant, unending struggle for God's will to be done on earth and how evil forces oppose it. And, and it goes on and on and on. Warfare has been unending, an unending engagement for God, and the battle becomes even more clear when we read about these battles in the New Testament. Jesus' whole ministry seems to reflect the, the fact that evil exists, and the whole world has been taken captive by the strong man. That there is a force that has been contending with God, contending with Christ for, for the will 
their will to take over, to take precedence over the will of God. So the will of God has to be fought for and won, that it's not a given. So Jesus made it very clear to his disciples to pray, that when we pray, we pray that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This tells me that to some extent, God's will is not being done on the earth. And so God is calling for us to join the fight. There is a fight going on, and we need to be a part of this fight. All of creation has been infiltrated. It's been seized and occupied by demonic forces of evil who oppose the will of God. It's everywhere. It, this, this battle is pervasive, and it's taking place in every aspect of creation. Those you know and love have been afflicted by this battle. Part of, of your own struggle can be attributed to this cosmic battle that's been taking place. It started in, in the heavens a long, long time ago, and since then it's made its way to earth. And it's because of this battle that we struggle with our own fallen natures. It's because of this battle that we fight each day, that we have the hardships that we have. It's because of this battle. Humanity was separated from God when there was once peace and fellowship with God. Sickness and death entered into the world where there was once fullness of life and eternity. Right? All of that is changed because of this struggle. All of us have been impacted in some way. Some struggle with identity. Others struggle with uh, addictions, right? Wealth has been disproportionately distributed and the wealthy struggle with pride and privilege, whereas the poor struggle with want and need. And in some way, every citizen on the earth has been taken captive to some extent. And thank God, many of us have been set free. But, but citizens of this world, we've been taken captive by the evil king of this world, a strong man who has taken us captive and, and, and holds us up like trophies in his possession to show God that he has taken those that God has paid for. He fills his house with trophies from the many battles that he's fought. People that you know, people that I know, people that we've prayed for, uh, you know, uh, marriages and households of people families, fathers and children, communities, all have been taken captive by the strong man. And if you're able to look through the window of the strong man's house, you'd probably see world leaders of past and present. Uh, you'd probably see notorious criminals there inside the house of the strong man. If you look hard enough, you might even see family members, your own family members, people that you know, friends, the unsaved, captives in the house of the strong man, begging you to do what you can to help them escape. So here in Luke chapter 11, verse 21, Jesus is telling us that those who want to make progress in tearing down this evil kingdom in the world and taking back the property that he's filled his house with, that we must first tie up the strong man who keeps watch over his house, who keeps watch 
over his possessions. If we want to make progress in tearing down this kingdom, if we want to make progress in winning back those that he has taken captive, we have to first tie up the strong man. There's only one way for this to happen, according to Jesus. It's only when someone stronger than the strong man comes along and attacks and overpowers the strong man. The only way to take his possessions is for someone stronger to do that, for someone stronger to come and overpower him, not to sneak around him, not to show up at night or when he's off, uh, you know, and he leaves his, his house, you know, unoccupied, but to confront the strong man in broad daylight, to fight him face to face, to overpower him, then the stronger one can take the captives. That's the only way it can happen, to overtake him, to overpower him, and to take away the armor in which the strong man trusted. It's only then that we can carry away the treasures that he has stored up in his household. So here's the story. In this story, Jesus had just delivered a man possessed by a demon. You can read about it in verse 14. A, a man who the Bible says had a mute spirit. In other words, a spirit that robbed this man of his ability to speak. He could no longer speak. And Jesus cast the spirit out of the man right there. Cast the spirit out. And immediately, the Bible says, the man was able to speak plainly. And the crowd was amazed. There were people there who saw this, eyewitnesses, and they were amazed. But there were people there also who believed that Jesus cast out this demon because he was friends with the demon, as if Jesus was on the same side as the devil, like he was on the devil's team. And the only way, they, they accused Jesus the only way you were able to do this is because you're on his side and that you cast out demons by the power of demons. And so Jesus had to explain the way it works. He said, no, that's not how it works. Let me explain to you the way that it works. And he says in verse 21, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are safe, right? As long as the strong man who is fully armed, protects what he, what he owns, what he has, what he's won out of, out of the battles that he's fought. As long as he's protecting those things, he's safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the strong man trusted, and he divides up the spoils. Now, you, you know that word spoils. It, it, it doesn't mean something that's like rotten and, and no good. The spoils are the leftover from a defeated army, an army that has probably they, they've captured riches from the kingdoms that they uh, had overtaken, the, the places that they've raided and, and they've come away with wealth and riches. And then if you were to defeat that army, all of the leftover, all of the, the riches, all of the wealth that they leave behind are the spoils of war. Now you can take those things along with you. They become, they become yours when you defeat the army. And Jesus is saying that if someone stronger than the strong man defeats him, then he can take the spoils, divide them up, 
He can send the captives home. So in this story, Jesus describes himself as a burglar. If you can imagine that, this is a home invasion. The strong man is protecting his house. And Jesus is saying, well, I'm like a burglar that will enter into his house that I don't sneak around at night. I don't come to the house when the strong man is away. I show up when he's at home. And because I am stronger than the strong man, I overpower him. I take away the armor in which he trusts and I'm able to take the captives home with me. Jesus broke into and entered the devil's house, guarded by the devil himself, whose house is full of treasures, trophies from broken homes, runaway youth, people you know, people that I know, like furniture, Satan decorates his home with the lives of broken people, the lost Addicted people, the unsaved, deranged, his furniture and decor are people. He fills his house with people. But a stronger man has come along. And as hard as the strong man tries to keep his possessions safe, the stronger man overpowers and jacks him and takes away all of his possessions. Jesus is that stronger man. And Jesus is describing what just happened to the man that he had just delivered a few moments ago. He didn't just heal that mute man. He had to enter into the house of a strong man, an armed man who refused to let this mute man go free. So the only way to set the captive free is to invade the house of the strong man, to enter in, to confront him face to face and take what he is holding in his household. When a strong man fully armed guards his own house, his possessions are safe. In other words, Satan does a good job holding on to the people that he's captured in his wars the people that he's deceived. He, has a, he does a good job in keeping them locked up, captive, bound, and he refuses to let them go. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the strong man trusted. And he's able to divide up the spoils. This reminds me of what the Lord says in Isaiah 49, verse 24. He says, can plunder be taken from warriors or captives rescued from the fierce. But this is what the Lord says. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunder retrieved from the fierce. I will contend with those who contend with you and your children I will save. You get that? And your children I will say, he goes on to say, then all mankind will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. In Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 11, it says, for the Lord will ransom Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14 says this, 
For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15 says, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Wow. So we're not told how long this mute man belonged in the house of the strong man. We're not told how long he had been kept in the house of Satan as a possession, as a trophy of the enemy. But there was a time when this man was able to speak. There was a time when he could function normally, perfectly, a part of a family. He was someone's father, someone's son, someone's brother. And in Satan's house, there are many like this man who are held captive, wives and daughters, sisters and brothers, you know, fathers and sons. And the only way to get them back home, the only way to set them free is for someone stronger to break the power of the strong man. And this is exactly what Jesus did. This is exactly what Jesus does. He is the stronger man. He is the one who can break the strength of the enemy. The armor that made Satan confident has been shattered to pieces because Jesus is just that strong. And this morning, I want you to know that whenever a man or a woman is set free, it's because Jesus has done another home invasion He's walked through the halls, through each bedroom, through each room of the of the enemy's house. And he is taking captives. You're coming with me. You're coming. Somebody was praying for you. Come on. You're coming with me. And he is emptying the house of the enemy because he is stronger than the strong man. This morning, I believe that Jesus wants us to pray for our loved ones. To, to, to ask the Lord, hey, Lord, one more time, can you go back to the strong man's house? I have a, a, a loved one there. I have a family member there. I have a, a friend, a neighbor there. And this morning, I want you to know that Jesus is willing to go back into the strong man's house. He takes possession of men and women who are lost, fathers and mothers, sons and daughters, captured people, hurt people, addicted people, People in need, in need of salvation. Jesus is willing. All of them crowded in the house of the strong man, like trophies, like mantelpieces, like prizes set up on the wall. But hallelujah, Jesus is able. Jesus is willing. He is stronger than the strong man this morning. It's time to empty the devil's house. I'm telling you, it is time to empty the devil's house to tell the captives it's time to come home. We need to call upon Christ, the stronger man this morning, to reinvade the devil's house, to pull your loved ones out of that house, to rescue the captives and to set them free. And the moment this man was set free, the moment this man was delivered from that mute spirit, His ability to speak was returned to him. And I would imagine that it's impossible at this very moment for some of our loved ones to function. Those who have been bound by the enemy, by the strong man, he's he's had them so captivated, so bound that they're unable to function. 
And they can't do, those that are mothers can't do what a mother should do. Those that are fathers can't seem to function the way a father should function. They can't uh, perform the task, the simple task that, that would be required of them simply to be a mother, a father, a brother or a sister. Right. This man could speak, but no longer. As long as you belong to the devil, you can no longer function the way you should. It's when you are set free that your capacity to be who you are called to be returns to us. And I believe this is true of every captive that is bound in this place. It's not because there's something wrong with those you love who have been bound, who have been caught up. It's not because there's something wrong with them. It's because they've been taken captive by the strong man. But Jesus is here to set them free. Jesus is able to set them free this morning. I want to pray for our loved ones right now. I want us to pray for them. And I, in fact, I want you to mention them by name as we pray this morning. I want you to tell the stronger man, the one that you know and love, that, that, that you care about, who is caught up, the one that you want Jesus to deliver. I want you to mention their name. I want you to, to call upon Jesus this morning. And let's ask Jesus to reinvade that house, to confront that strong man, to bind the strong man and to walk off with the treasures that he has there in darkness. Father God, right now we come before you, our church, Victory Outreach Inglewood, our brothers and sisters, friends of our church. We, we come before you this morning to ask, my God, for deliverance, my God. We ask that you would set the captive free, those we love and care about this morning. We pray, Father, for Anthony and Gabriel and Tatiana and, and Messiah and Raymond, Lord God. We lift up Kenny to you for deliverance, my God. We pray for Joseph and Tony and Jaime, Lord God. We lift up Daisy to you for Michelle and Kenny. Kevin and Kaylin and Jenna, for Scott, for Helen and Beatrice, for Carmen and Ortega, Lord God. We pray, my God, that you would move in their lives. We lift up Olga to you, Father God, that you would move. Ricky, my God, we lift him before you, Father God. Oh, Father, we pray for breakthrough, for deliverance, my God. We lift up family members, my God, those that we care about, our children, sons and daughters. Oh, God, we mention them this morning by name. We bring them before you for deliverance my God that you would set them free confront the strong man and bring deliverance to those we care about to those that we love we thank you this morning for your great ability for your strength my God for your willingness my God to enter into that hostile place and deliver those my God that you have died on the cross for Father, we thank you for sending your son. And Jesus, we thank you for our deliverance and the deliverance of our loved ones. We ask this all this morning in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. And don't stop praying for those that you care about. Don't stop praying because the enemy has been at war from the beginning of time and he never stops. Right. This is why we guard our own hearts and lives. This is why we protect our own minds. It's because we are in a war. But you know what? There is someone stronger and he is our commander in chief. The one who protects you, who fights for you and is able to take the spoils.
that the enemy has captured. Amen. So continue to pray for them. And God bless you. May the Lord be with you. Be your strength. And we, we look forward to seeing you very soon. Amen. God bless you.